Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday's episode of the X Button Podcast. Today is December the 8th, 2021. I'm your host, Jordan, and today is a special day for many reasons. And one of the reasons is Halo Infinite comes out, the campaign. If you wanted to play it, it's out now. Go try it. It's on Game Pass. You can download it. I believe it's around 70 gigabytes. So if you have that space, go ahead and do it. You can also play it on PC. The multiplayer is fucking awesome. So... Highly encourage you to go check that out. If you're not in the Xbox, that's okay. We have Game Awards tomorrow, so that's even more reason to be excited. So don't even worry about it. Don't worry your little head. Just sit back in the the shelter that doesn't have Halo. Play the games you love and just get ready for that Game Awards event on Thursday. Let's get right into it because I don't know how long it's going to take to get through this list, but we will try our best to make it nice and snappy. Um... What have I been playing? I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy for PlayStation 5. Been loving that. Absolutely loving that game. I love the the progression of the story. I like how there's so many nonsensical parts, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie. And I love that, like, how secret the outfits are hidden. Like, they're very well hidden. And the writing is just awesome. I think the only downside is, like, the mechanics of, like, uh, some graphical stuff and then um, some jankiness. But... Uh, overall, as a you know, another Marvel game to come out, it's fucking awesome. Uh, I thought at first that playing only as Quill would kind of get dry after a while, but it somehow doesn't. And I actually do enjoy it. I actually like uh, using the abilities of the other teammates instead of just playing as each one and swapping. I know it would still be fun. I'd probably play a lot like Final Fantasy VII Remake, where you can kind of hop between characters, but. This one definitely does a good job at keeping you on one character and you're kind of calling the shots like a leader, like Quill is. Just love it. It's awesome. I will have a review eventually whenever I finish the fucking thing. Just, I don't have a lot of time for it, okay? I'm sorry. Been playing a lot of Halo too. That's an issue. Oops. That's an issue. Sue me. Oops. Um, yeah, I'm stuck on Halo. I can't stop playing it. And now that the campaign's out, I'm just going to be... I mean, that's all she wrote. I will be having first impressions of Halo's campaign on Friday. Or no, I'll have it tomorrow. Um, so we'll see on that. And I'm not sure... Like I, like I said in the last episode, we won't have Game Awards impressions or reviews. I guess that would be a review at this point. Uh, basically, everything that was announced, we'll be talking about it on Monday. Simply because that will be happening late Thursday night after work Friday. So it'll be... I'll have to have an episode out before I go to work on Friday, obviously. So it'll be a unrelated episode on Friday, then Game Awards on Monday, and that's how, how it will go. Uh, we also need to squeeze in a ton of Spider-Man reviews at some point. So that might be... Honestly, that might be all next week. I'm not sure. Um, we still got to do two Toby movies, and we got to do two Garfield movies and two Tom Holland movies. So... We'll do the best we can, um, and we'll just see how it goes. Because uh, that movie does come out next week. Uh, I will be going to see it on Thursday, so it might just be a whole week of Spider-Man content next week. I'm sure the first day will be the Game Awards review, and then I might just do daily Spider-Man reviews until uh, No Way Home comes out, then end the week with a No Way Home review on Friday. Um, so... We'll see how it goes. I'm not 100% sold on the plan yet. I mean, I know all this doesn't have to be reviewed before Spider-Man comes out, but it's just something I wanted to do. Uh, ended up getting pushed back due to other episodes having to come out, like the Ted Lasso one and just a bunch of gaming stuff. 
Um, we did two episodes for the Game Awards as a prediction. But with the Game Awards comes the Game of the Year announcement. And I realize that since my podcast is new, there's a lot we're going to have to retroactively fix, right? We're going to have to cover the years we weren't here for. Um, so I kind of wanted to do this episode based on the previous, what, from 2010 till now. And I'm doing that so we have a full decade and I'm not going to be doing 2021. So from 2010 to 2022, that is basically, we are going to do a game of the year for each, each year, uh, and give a little insight on how each year was kind of doing, obviously go through the list of some of the games that were out that year in comparison and, uh, yeah, crown game of the years retroactively, in one fat episode so you guys can hear what I thought about 2010 up until now. Uh, I think I think it was a, a great idea. I think it's something that like, I think it's worth talking about. You know, I feel like we weren't here 10 years ago. So let's go ahead and give those game of the years that deserve it. The big old X button podcast stamp, even though it's not even relevant at this point because these games are 10 years old. Um, but I'll basically go through each year and kind of give it what I think deserves it. Um, so we'll just jump right into it. I don't think there's a lot of prep that needs to be said. Um, if you want to know what I've been watching, I've been watching Hawkeye. A new episode should be out today. Love that show. The show's awesome. I will be doing a review for that show whenever it gets finished. Uh, probably the week after No Way Home. Or no, it would be two weeks after No Way Home, I think, is when it ends. Might be wrong about that. Um, I'll do a review then. Uh, I also need to do an arcane review. There's all kinds of reviews coming, but, uh, that's what I've been watching. And then if you want to know what I've been, uh, reading, I've been reading solo leveling three. It's the Korean, uh, manga. I think it's called Mangaka. And I've also been reading one punch man. I'm on book 10 out of 27 or something like that, uh, so far. So it, it is past the, the anime and I'm actually enjoying it. It's getting pretty far. Anyways, let's get into these game of the years. I keep lollygagging on each episode, and we need to jump right into it. So five minutes of housekeeping, and that's fine with me. Let's get right into the nitty-gritty. So 2010 is an awesome year. I feel like most of these years are awesome. I feel like there was like maybe one or two, maybe even three years that were like not back-to-back but separate that were just like dumpster fires. It was just nothing coming out, very dull. We'll, we'll, you know, I'm not sure what the reasoning was for that, but, uh, anyways, let's just get right into it. So, and I'm, I apologize if you, if you guys think that the X button podcast game of the year for these years are not up to snuff because obviously most of these games are going to be looking at with, uh, rose tinted glasses. And I think that when you're reviewing these games, you got to remember that these are probably going to be more personal than sales-wise than you know, obviously hype-wise or fan-base-wise. These are going to be personal to me. I'm kind of crowning it for the podcast. Uh, you can definitely feel free to let me know what your game of the years were for the past 10 years. Uh, but I feel like I should at least cover these um, to the best of my ability to what I can remember. Um, obviously, I didn't play every single game, so there might be stuff that you like that I might miss. So... Just remember, this isn't definite. This isn't the fucking permanent game of the year for everybody. It's just the X button podcast game of the year. And uh, I kind of wanted to have a... a, I can't talk. I wanted to have a list of, you know, all the game of the years that we have. So 
that we can have like a nice record of this is what we crowned for all these years. Uh, I'm sure my co-hosts even would have different uh, opinions on this. So um, it is what it is. But I don't want to spend too long on each year. Obviously, we're going through 10 of them. So it's not really worth going over a bunch um, of the games. We're just going to get a decent amount of the top games and kind of justify our game of the year for that year. So starting with 2010, there are many hitters this year. I, you know, looking at this list, I'm already thinking, oh, God, I could see, I could name like three or four that are like you might think are obvious shoe-ins shoe for the game of the year. Um, but like I said, this is the X-Button Podcast. This is personal. Uh, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. But I, you know, I didn't really dump into Mass Effect 2. You know, I tried it back then. I didn't like how stiff it played. That wasn't for me. So that's probably not going to be my game of the year. Red Dead Redemption 1. I did like it. Did I love it? Not really. To be honest, I really didn't like it. Uh, or I did, really didn't love it. Super Mario Galaxy 2, I didn't even play it. See see what I mean there? See, see what I mean there? Uh, that's exactly a, a prime example of something that I know a lot of people love that I just never even touched. Black Ops 1. Now, absolutely am... I think it's a significant Call of Duty, but obviously I don't think it's Game of the Year. As much as, much as I look back at that game and go, God, I spent so many hours playing with like coworkers and friends back then that I'm like... That is a special place in my heart, but nothing is more special to me, I think, out of all these games than Halo Reach. So Halo Reach, uh, that was a weird one because they were going back to, like, the story-wise, it was basically a prequel. It was different. There were all new characters. Master Chief wasn't in it unless you played the story and made it to the end. Uh, the last campaign mission where you get to fight off uh, the Covenant until you die because that's basically the story of Reach is, like, they are basically setting off Chief to go save the world, save save the universe. And it's all because of these guys. So uh, this is like the last fighting mission to get him off the ground. And it is a masterpiece. I think the gameplay, it included a bunch of like uh, loadouts and power-ups and stuff, which I think didn't really age well. I don't think it's like the best mechanic, especially when they added it to Master Chief Collection. And I kind of got to revisit it. I was like, okay, it's not the best mechanics they've done to Halo, especially now that Halo Infinite is out. Wink, wink. Uh, but I think out of you know all these games from this time, even Bad Company th- uh, Two, which I also spent a lot of time on, um, you know, these are all masterpiece games. God of War Three, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Limbo. Let me just go through the list of some of these. Fallout New Vegas, Heavy Rain, Super Meat Boy, uh, Rock Band. Oh, that's Rock Band Three. Um, you know, Rock Band 1 or 2 might have been better. Uh, World of Warcraft, Cataclysm. Uh, NBA 2K11, surprisingly, was actually really good. Just Cause 2. Uh, let's see. Well, they have Donkey Kong Country Returns. Scott Pilgrim. That was a good game. DJ Hero 2. Oh, God. Oh. See, I kind of want to do DJ Hero 2 for the meme because I really like DJ Hero 2. But obviously, I know it's not game of the year anywhere. Um, especially over these other games. And I don't think I can, as a gamer, do that. Give it, you know, above it. As much as I want to meme it out, X Button Podcast isn't going to have a memed out Game of the Year list. We're going to have serious, critiqued Game of the Year. Um, so I want to do that, but obviously not. Um, Street Fighter 4. Super Super Street Fighter 4, sorry. Uh, Bad Company 1 and 2 came out in the same year. What is this? 
Oh, that's Vietnam. That was a DLC for two. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Oh. Holy shit, boys. This is like, this is the first year and I'm, I'm already stumped, kind of. Uh, I think I'm still going to go with my gut and do Halo Reach. Well, fuck. I don't actually now. Now I'm doubting it. Now I'm doubting it. Now I'm doubting it. So, okay. I played a lot of Bad Company 2. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was actually amazing. I think that was the one you got to play online, which I also played a bunch online. And God of War 3 is a masterpiece. Um, now that I'm reconsidering, out of these games, um, you know, Red Dead is obviously very prominent. Black Ops 1 is very, like, iconic. Mass Effect 2, I, I know a ton of people would want that one. I think, fuck, man. I really want to give it to Reach, but I also want to give it to God of War. Um, so debating between these two, let's talk about it. God of War, the story was phenomenal. It was the most epic God of War at the time. You were like jumping on the backs of giants and taking down all the gods, and uh, it was brutal. It was the climax of Kratos' Greece story, and it was like, or Greek story, and it, it was just epic as shit, you know, it was him finally getting some closure, it was obviously still him as like a non-personable character that not a lot of people could relate to, he was just kind of causing havoc, but the badassery of that game kind of made it iconic, um, and then Halo Reach, obviously, like I said, the story is sweet, the multiplayer was great, the forge mode was great, uh, I think it just got more, a lot more life out of it than God of War 3. So talking about it from that standpoint, I think the X Button Podcast 2010 Game of the Year is Halo Reach. That is our Game of the Year. Give it up for Halo Reach, everybody. No, nobody? Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and move on to 2011. So 2011. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, God damn, 2011's a banger. Okay, so so we're dealing with some heavy, heavy heat. I thought last last year was hard. This one's even harder. Um, Ayo. First of all, the most ported game of all time. I'm, I don't know if it is. It probably isn't, but Skyrim. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, which is obviously, you know debatably one of the best games of all time to some people um it's been ported to fucking everything i'm pretty sure i saw a video of somebody playing it on a fridge it's a meme uh it just came out for ps5 this month or last month so like you know what i'm saying it's still got life in it somehow and arguably the ps5 version is the better version unless you play on pc then there you got that but let's keep going down the list let's just touch on some of these other games batman arkham city one of the best Batman games ever. Portal 2, one of the best co-op games ever. Call of Duty Marvel Warfare 3, eh, okay. Battlefield 3, one of one of the best Battlefield games ever. Uncharted 3, Pat Online was pretty good, you know. The story was great, but, you know, eh. Everybody likes Uncharted 2 more. Uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution, Saints Row the Third, which was iconic at the time. Memeable, but icon iconic still. L.A. Noir, Dark Souls 1, huh? Oh, hello, shoe. Come on in. But let's keep going anyways. Minecraft 2011. 
Super Mario 3D Land, Gears of War 3. God, I remember I remember getting uh I forgot what it was. Um I remember skins being like a big thing on Gears of War 3 like microtransaction skins and some people would have to like call Jack in the Box, which is like a a fast food chain that's only in some states and if you called there and got a code, you could get some Gears of War 3 skins and um it was like this dope exclusive skin that you can only get at Jack in the Box. And I remember, I remember some of my friends did it, and uh, it was just like a weird thing to do. But the zeitgeist around that game was amazing with the uh, the sawed off shotgun at launch. Yeah, it was a problem. Bastion, The Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword, uh, Witcher Two, Dead Space Two. Oh my God! That uh, makes me wonder what is the best year for gaming because we might have to cover that on another episode, but. Jesus, man, these are some bangers. Little Big Planet 2, uh, Crisis 2, Knights of the Old Republic, or no, wait, it's a Star Wars The Old Republic. I don't know if, this is, if that's the same game. Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations, which is great, uh, Mario Kart 7, and it looks like it kind of falls off after that. Infamous 2, I don't know why it's set so far back. Killzone 3, uh, which Killzone 3, no, Killzone 2 is a bigger one. Uh, Infamous 2 is pretty good. Space Marine sucked ass. No, it wasn't too bad. Oh, what the fuck? Hold on. Forza Motorsport 4. That was the first one I got into. That, that one had infected online and me and twins would run into each other and then go infect people. Oh my god. Fucking awesome. Uh, Metal Gear Solid HD collection. I still have to this day. To this day. Um, and then you have Mario versus Cap... Mario? Hmm. Mar- Mario versus Capcom 3. Uh, which was a great game where you get to see Mario fight off all of Capcom characters. Ryu gets to fucking uppercut him, which is kind of actually going in Super Smash now. Um, so let's talk game of the year. Um, there's a lot to choose. Dark Souls. Oops. Oops. Dark Souls. Sorry. Sorry. I know it's not culture. 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 I know a lot of like, I know it's not culturally. <sighs> what do you say it? I know it wasn't worthy of Game of the Year at the time because a lot of people weren't into Dark Souls. And obviously, Portal 2 deserves this, right? That's what everybody's Game of the Year is, probably. If you didn't dive deep into Skyrim, which I had friends who ghosted me over that game. So, it was a weird time. Maybe I'm salty against Skyrim. Uh, My ex-ex-ex used to play Arkham City a bunch and was very annoying with it. Maybe that's why I don't like that. Portal 2, man, Dark Souls is so iconic, especially in hindsight of 2021, like kind of being in the moment now and going, okay, uh, looking back, obviously, as Dark Souls as a whole game, I think it deserves it. I know there's a lot of bangers on here. I know you guys are yelling Portal 2. I know you guys are yelling Arkham City. I know you guys are yelling uh, Skyrim, but let's be real here. Dark Souls 2 is one of the seeds planted for the later games, which was Elden Ring, which was obviously the most uh, memeable game on during all the events when everybody was wanting new games. They were all seeing Elden Ring. Uh, everybody is excited about this new one coming out. Everybody loved the, the beta. It was just like, it's a cultural movement at this point. It almost got to like Half-Life 3 levels, uh, just in the sense of like people getting so hyped for it. Not to mention Sekiro recently, like a year or two ago, got Game of the Year. So, you know, 
not saying that Dark Souls is better or worse than Sekiro. Actually, I am. It is better than Sekiro, in my opinion. But um, Dark Souls is ultimately the one with the most heart in it. It feels like that is like it defined a genre, you know. Um, I think this one is like like it literally created Souls likes. It's Souls. I mean, I know Demon Souls started it, but still, Dark Souls made it popular, made it cool, made it modern, made it made it great. And the the story that's related to all the items you pick up and the characters you meet is arguably, you know, a ten out of ten amazing experience. So. Dark Souls 1 gets my game of the year for 2011. Let's move on to 2012 for the sake of time. And let's see what we give 2012. Okay, this is a weird year. Um, Dishonored 1. Interesting. Mass Effect 3. Interesting. Far Cry 3. Interesting. Borderlands 2. God, there's some, there are some good games. The Walking Dead Telltale. Uh, Halo 4. Assassin's Creed 3. Max Payne 3, XCOM, Journey, Diablo 3, um, and that's really about it. I mean, you got Dark Sol- Darksiders 2, Guild Wars 2, Trials of Illusion, ooh, Hotline Miami, Black Ops 2. That's a big game, I guess. Um, yeah, that was pretty big. I remember a lot of people liking that. Um, Sleeping Dogs, Hitman Absolution. Absolution, Dragon's Dogma, Fez, dude, Fez was a movement, that was pretty cool, Prototype 2, Forza Horizon 1, oh boy, um, I don't think it, <sighs> let's just keep moving, uh, World of Warcraft, Mists of Pandaria, uh, Street Fighter X Tekken, which we still haven't seen the other one, because they just keep delaying it, Transformers Fall of Cybertron is our game of the, no, I'm just joking, uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron is... One of the funnest experiences I had of this year. And there are some bangers. And this is definitely, uh, you know, a hidden gem under a pile of gems, uh, if that makes any sense. This one was super fun. Online was great. The transforming and story was awesome. I think it's highly underrated, and I think they need to make more Transformers games. So if you, if anybody knows a connect to Mr. Transformer himself, whoever makes the, these games... Tell him to pump out another one, please. Thank you. Um, ooh, Batman 2 DC Superheroes. Ooh, Pokemon White 2. That's actually pretty cool. Oh, Dark Souls DLC came out. Artorias of the Abyss, baby. Fuck, I might give that game of the year, even though it's not a game. No, uh, I think, honestly, this year, it is... It is... Uh, it's, it's a tough one. Because Halo 4 was... I liked Halo 4 a lot. I don't think it's worthy of game of the year because I think the story was kind of okay. Um, Walking Dead Telltale was arguably one of the the bigger revolutions of this year, even though it's like such a, a small indie game. It definitely started, you know, all the Telltale games. It kind of popularized that that genre, and it was it was a masterpiece. You know, you had PewDiePie crying on stream and shit. Yeah, uh, you got Borderlands Two, which was Borderlands. Uh, I think it's when it Borderlands peaked. Sadly, I kind of wanted three to kind of do the same thing, but it definitely didn't. Two was right, like that sweet spot. Uh, they might as well remaster that bitch. Um, Far Cry 3, Dishonored 1, and Mass Effect 3. I think out of these, honestly, Far Cry 3 was a movement. That was like, so Far Cry 3 was 
the the magnum opus of the Far Cry series of Ubisoft even probably if you look at like the formula they used after that of like the checkpoint towers and all that stuff it's it's the DNA in all their games now uh, I think it's okay to kind of give that game of the year I know a lot of people liked Mass Effect 3 but all I heard was bitching that year so don't even pull that shit to me don't come and say oh why'd you do Far Cry over Mass Effect why would you do a Ubisoft Far Cry game over Mass Effect no 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 don't get it twisted. Mass Effect 3 was hated on heavily and probably still is. Uh, actually, it is still is. I know people who still don't really like it, um, even though it just got remastered. So Far Cry 3, man, I, feel, I do feel a little off giving it to Far Cry, but I think in a year, like if you wanted me to just choose something I really liked, it would probably be Transformers or Trials Evolution. But if you want like a serious choice of like game of that year, I would give it to Far Cry 3. Um, I know it sounds a little off, but, you know, it deserves it. It's, it grows the economy. Far Cry 3. And you got Vaz on there. Like, don't you know the definition of insanity? And then, uh, you know, that, that shit was cool. The, his whole character was fantastically acted. It was a masterpiece of a game. And it just it defined that year to me, you know. But then we got the heavy hitters. Oh my god. We got the heavy hitter. We got the heavy hitter. So 2013. I, I, obviously me saying the year. You should know what came out this year. Um, we were dealing with. I don't know. A little bit of Bioshock Infinite. We were dealing with Last of Us 1. We were dealing with Grand Theft Auto 5. We were dealing with Assassin's Creed 4. Black Black Flag. Almost fucked that up. Saints Row 4. Battlefield 4. Tomb Raider. The Legend of Zelda. A Link Between Worlds, which is my personal favorite Zelda game of all time. I absolutely adore that game. The gameplay was super fun. The story was great. And it was like perfect for handheld. And the art style was great. I kind of wish they would remaster it somehow. Don't know how, but fuck, man. That game was amazing. Metro Last Light. Um, I know a lot of people like that. Super Mario 3D World, which recently got remastered, I guess. Brought to Switch. Uh, Devil May Cry, the remake. It was okay. Uh, Gone Home. Dota 2, which is still talked about today. Final Fantasy 14, but I think that's the year it flopped, if I'm not mistaken. Flopped pretty hard. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Ooh. Beyond Two Souls, Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> Don't even get me started. That game sucked. Uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, which I know a lot of people like that. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker for the Wii U, I think. Pokemon X and Y. Holy shit. That's actually a good good choice. Um, Dead Rising 4. So the Xbox One was coming out. And that is really it. Uh, they had Arkham Origins, but that wasn't obviously anything um, to a lot of people. So out of these games... I'm debating between Grand Theft Auto V or Bioshock Infinite or The Legend of Zelda or Last of Us 1. Um, as much as I want to give it to GTA or Legend of Zelda, it's a default. I have to give it to Last of Us 1. Um, I think out of these three games, I con you know, I don't I don't constantly think about a link between worlds. Um 
I think five fell into the the same issue of Skyrim that it's been ported so much since its uh, original release. I remember when it launched the online gimmick. I don't know if it was in 2013 or not, but I remember that it was buggy as shit. I just remember sitting in the starting area and not being able to do anything. And I, it would glitch out to where my car would just sit still and I would just be in an empty parking lot. Um, I, I know like a lot of people like Black Flag and all these other games, but it's, you know, you got to give it to Last of Us, man. Last of Us made me cry, made me feel something, made me uh, kind of like, obviously not really yelling at the top of my lungs in my house, but internally like screaming at the end, just like, come on, let's fucking, let's do this. I'm not trying to spoil it, but let's do, you know, let's get this thing over. Let's get this thing done um, in a good way. Like not like get it over with, but I wanted to, I wanted to successfully like, I wanted some things to happen in the end of that game and it happens. And I'm like, yes, um, such a sweet, beautiful story. Uh, it literally starts with like some dark shit and that part made me tear up. And then like the actual bond that is created throughout the game makes me tear up. And then it's just as a whole package, you're stealthily sneaking past clickers and stuff and dealing with like real people. It's a beautiful masterpiece. Uh, obviously last of us one has to get it. I'm sorry if there's anything that you were like, Oh my God, why would you not? Uh, I think you would, I think you would respect it if you, if you know gaming pretty well, I, I think you could ex- at least respect the, uh, the thought process I have there with Last of Us. Um, but the next year is a weird one. Um, this doesn't look like, they have some good games, but it's, it's a weird, it's weird. Cross the economy. Um, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Great game. This is 2014, by the way. Uh, so, so far we have Halo Reach in 2010, game of the year. 2011 game of the year is uh, Dark Souls 1. 2012 is Far Cry 3. And 2013 is The Last of Us 1. 2014, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Dragon Age Inquisition, which I think is actually what won the game of the year that year. Kind of weird. But this is the joy of going into it now. I kind of get to go into it with the idea of what all these games came, you know, later. How these games evolved, how these games changed, uh, things like that. Dark Souls 2. Uh, a great game, uh, but I don't think I'll use my bias on that one. Far Cry 4, another okay game. Uh, I think I think it kind of was like still understood that 3 was like towering over that one. Um, South Park and the Stick of Truth, the actual return of South Park to gaming and was a huge success and was like one-to-one with the show. It was actually very great. Uh, Mario Kart 8, which is, you know, the deluxe version is one of the best-selling Switch games to this day. So I believe this is the Wii U version. Uh, Bayonetta 2, you got Hearthstone, Titanfall 1, holy shit. Uh, Alien Isolation, Destiny 1, Wolfenstein The New Order, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Super Smash, Wii U, Shovel Knight, Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. Um, You got Last of Us 1 Remastered, you got Far Cry, or Far Cry, Forza Horizon 2, which is actually great. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection came out in 2014, holy shit. I guess so. Yeah, I guess it was like a year, year and a half after uh, Xbox One came out. Divinity Original Sin. You got Drive Club. So you're getting some PS4 action. Uh, Infamous Second Son. A great, a great game. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. I, don't, I guess, I guess Metal Gear Solid Five itself wasn't out yet. Um, let's see what else. Evil Within. 
Tales from the Borderlands, which is actually one of the best uh, Telltale, Telltale games out to this day. Uh, World of Warcraft, Warlords of Draenor. Is that how you say it? Uh, that was all 2014. I guess Metal Gear Solid 5 came out the next year. Oh, yeah, it did. 2015. So, how did these games? I think I'm doing Last of Us Remastered. No, I'm just joking. Um, oh, yeah, Sunset Overdrive was a thing. Assassin's Creed Unity was fucked on launch. So was, Ma so was uh, Master Chief Collection, to be honest. So I don't think I can give it to either of those. As much as that value of the Master Chief Collection is great, I don't think it became great until later. Um, Watch Dogs 1? Is it Watch Dogs 1? No way. Watch Dogs. When the fuck did Watch Dogs come out? Um, anyways, Watch Dogs wouldn't win it anyways, but uh, let's go down the list again. Let's see. I'm debating between Diablo 3 because Diablo 3 uh, Reaper of Souls was actually phenomenal. And so far, I mean, Destiny 1 was great. I think it had its bugs, though. I don't remember it being like a solid game to play. I know I know it had like great ideas, obviously. I loved the fact that you could use vehicles a lot more instead of just like the, the bike that you use in 2. Uh, Destiny 1 definitely used the vehicles more, which was awesome. And Titanfall 1 is a masterpiece, almost. Uh, if it just had a little bit more care and love, I think a lot of people still mourn the death of that franchise. So it might, it might even be Titanfall. I'm not sure. Dark Souls 2, I want to give it to it, obviously. But, uh, you know, yeah. Mario Kart 8 could win it. Could, I could give it to Mario Kart 8 and be happy with it. But, like, it's another one. Like, when the game came out, I think it was just like, okay, it's another Mario thing. I don't, I don't remember a lot of people going... This is the best thing under the sun. We got to play this, you know? And I, granted, I don't know if any of these games kind of fall into that category. But I think the selection is so uh, varied in, like, how these games evolved into, like, what they've become. And, like, also what they were in the year it was out. Uh, I think I'm going to give it to Diablo 3, to be honest. Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. It was the um, expansion and the, the console port of the game. And also... The console controls were phenomenal. The game actually played very, very well. And, uh, you know, I played it a little bit on PC when it originally came out. But this expansion re-release was like, you know, it hit. I even got the Platinum on it. I don't know if you know that. I, I say it all the time. That's all it is. Reaper? How do you spell Reaper? Reaper? Reaper o, o Souls. So let's go ahead and go to 24. Let's go ahead and go to 2015. Top games. What do you think is in 2015? Metal Gear Solid 5? Oh, fuck. Metal Gear Solid 5. Witcher 3. Bloodborne. It, it, this, this is what I'm talking about. It like ebbs and flows the games that come out. Jeez. Oh, man. This this year is hard as shit. Um, Witcher 3. Amazing RPG. Obviously, this is before Cyberpunk. So, it's, it was when they were good. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, I think at the time, I don't think it was loved enough. I think it kind of grew to be loved more. Um, but I think at the time, I don't remember a lot of people like clamoring over it. I absolutely loved it, don't get me wrong. But there was a controversy about the story not being finished and Hideo leaving Konami. So it was like a big thing. Uh, and I think that kind of like killed some of the the story that you experienced, some of the gameplay you experienced. Uh, I think it was the best Metal Gear gameplay you could have, but I think it could have been even better had things went um, mutual between Kojima and Konami. 
but they didn't. So I think the game is a little tainted. Uh, Bloodborne, the introduction of a new take on Souls from the Souls creators themselves from software, was an amazing exclusive to PlayStation. Absolutely loved it. Uh, was a unique take on like uh, how to switch up the flow, how to switch up the the recipe of Souls. They made it quicker. They made the enemies faster and bigger. Uh, they made the weapons have like a switch mechanic where you can basically switch to a different weapon in mid-battle. Um, it, it changed the gameplay entirely. I think it was an amazing game. Fallout 4. I know this one, to be honest, is... I know a lot of people like it, but I think overall people probably enjoyed Fallout 3 more. So I don't think Fallout 4, again, was praised enough at the time. Rocket League is a revolution. Uh, let's just get that out of the way. Rocket League came out this year. Um which I had played the original uh, Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars. Easy to remember. Um, say it three times fast. That game came out on PS3 way back in the day. And uh, I, I don't remember it being that big, obviously. And then Rocket League comes out. And when the, <clears throat> when they were like announcing this and like showing off stuff, I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this game to come back. Because I knew the fun. I knew. I remember like playing local games with friends and stuff and being like, this is like playing Smash. Like It was so fun. Um, so when this was announced originally, I was like, I am 100% in there. And then it came out and imploded. And what, you know, I sound, I probably sound like a hipster, but, uh, it's weird to see like everybody fall in love with something that you like, you know, that like you liked originally and nobody was really digging on. Um, and this is more so to like supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars or SARP. Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars Sarpagak Er Um Anyways You know Rocket, Rocket League was a movement That whole thing is still A big thing Today even And uh You know you got cross uh, Progression now Cross play It's A It's a big deal still Um Six years later So Uh That might get it Just by default But let's keep going Rise of the Tomb Raider I don't think it was as good As the first one uh, Batman Arkham Knight, it was a great end, but I don't, I remember it being a big deal. I remember, you know, I remember that game being very, very awesome. Um, combat was great. You get to drive the Batmobile finally. It was a big thing, but I'm trying to think of like, I don't think it was game of the year quality. Same for Halo 5. I actually liked Halo 5 multiplayer. Loved it. That uh, I think it was called Warzone uh, mode was phenomenal. Um, you get to use like the requisitions and stuff or which are basically like, you know, microtransaction packs, but either way you can earn them in game still by, you know, doing just regular gameplay and it led to a lot of fun stuff. I think the story kind of made it lack. So obviously that was a thing. Um, and then you have Splatoon one, Super Mario Maker one, uh, Undertale, which is a lot of people's favorite game, uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, Until Dawn, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Star Wars Battlefront one. Soma, Just Cause 3, Dying Light, Mortal Kombat 10, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, let's see, Destiny, The Taken King, Rainbow Six Siege, holy shit, Life is Strange 1, damn, uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask for 3DS, um, Uncharted Collection, uh, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin, actually, that was a great one. Hmm, I, didn't, I don't know. I don't know what the different thing was. Um, so let's see. We'll, we got to speed up a little bit because this, this episode is going to be brought to you by forever. Um, that was a bad joke. 
So Witcher 3 is amazing. I did not fall in love with it like everyone else did. I remember the PC port having drastic issues on launch. Um, not that that matters to like the long scheme of the game, but uh, you know, it's just something to toss out. Metal Gear Solid 5. You know, it's hard to fight against Metal Gear. I absolutely love Metal Gear. I, um, I enjoyed the shit out of this game. I remember playing it for like hours and hours. I was excited to continue. But once you finish that story, I was kind of like, okay, you know, the ending was okay. So it was like, I think it was easier for me to kind of like fall off the game. Um, and the replayability kind of fell off too. Cause I was like, all right, I got the gist of what we were doing. And then some, some of the missions you would have to like replay. Um, they have like intros at the beginning. I don't think you can skip or like cutscenes and some, something like that. Uh, you might be able to skip. I might be wrong, but you still have to like fly into the area and shit. It was just a lot of like hassle. Oh man. Splatoon, Splatoon one and super Mario maker one were phenomenal. Uh, I think the limitations to their gameplay though, is kind of what made it obviously like Mario makers got unlimited gameplay. Um, but I think the limitation is based on like, it's not like Mario maker two where they introduced a lot more mechanics. It was very limited to like the constructs of the early Mario games. So it wasn't really like as diverse as the second one. Obviously we didn't know that back then. Um, so I think in terms of like, shit, I'm actually debating between Bloodborne or Rocket League for the x podcast 2015 game of the year. Uh, let me get on my podium and go ahead and give it out. The X-Button Podcast Game of the Year goes to Bloodborne. I said it. Bloodborne deserves it. A lot of people fell in love with it later, but still, that game should be beloved. Um, I think a lot of people are still clamoring for a remake or a 60-frame patch for the love of fucking God from Soft and Sony. Um, but, you know, it was, it's an awesome game. I don't, you know, I don't see why we should sleep on it. And if you haven't played Souls games, I would try this out because it, the gameplay is different. So you might not even like Souls game, but you might like this more. Uh, it's still a Souls game like, so you know, take with a grain of salt. But you know, whatever. Uh, let's see, 2016. Oh fuck. Okay, 2016 has a lot. So you get, oh my god, dude, 2016 is packing heat. Uh, first of all, I did not know Forza Horizon 3 came out that long ago. Um, and then four, and then now it's on five. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. So you got Overwatch, uh, Uncharted 4, which is about to get a remake or a, yeah, I guess a remake. Remaster? That would be a remaster. Uh, Titanfall 2, you get Inside, um, Dark Souls 3, which is phenomenal. The Witness, Dishonored 2, um, Firewatch, Battlefield 1, Final Fantasy 15, Forza Horizon 3, No Man's Sky, XCOM 2, Stardew Valley, Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Go. Oh, shit. I don't want to give it to Pokemon Go. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that was like the biggest game. I mean, I think if you include Pokemon Go, it's game of the year, but I, I don't want to include it because it's a mobile game, not because it's a bad game. There you go. <laughs> Watch Dogs 2, love that game. Uh, Gears of War 4, The Last Guardian, which we waited forever for, and it kind of came out to meh. Uh, Street Fighter 5, big thing. Uh, World of Warcraft Legion, Doom 2016. Oh, fuck. Ratchet and Clank. You get, um, this is a remake for the movie. I didn't really care for that one. Mirror's Edge Catalyst, a remake, or not a remake, but a re uh, 
I guess, a revitalization of the, of the franchise, but didn't really land on its feet from the long jump of a hiatus it was on before that. That was a bad one. Pokemon Sun and Moon, Dragon Quest Builders 1, Legend of Zelda, what is that? Twilight Princess? That came out in 2016. Might be a re-release. Oh, yeah, it says HD, so it's a re-release. Um, so out of these games, you know, you got a lot of good stuff here. Street Fighter V, uh, them going exclusively to Sony. Dark Souls 3, I really want to do Dark Souls 3, obviously, because I'm a, I'm a Souls fan, but I'm not going to keep my bias in check. I'm going to I'm gonna do something else. Final Fantasy 15 was phenomenal. Actually, um, one of the best experiences of that year, for sure, hands down. The RPG elements of that game, the the in-game content, the big old turtle you got to fight, the story was fucking awesome. Um, I absolutely love that game. Um, but I think in terms of like long-term significant, uh, impact that I kind of want to like highlight, it's probably Overwatch. Overwatch is, I remember before it came out, it was kind of like announced and then I pre-ordered the collector's edition just cause I was like, fuck it. And then the game came out and it was like Halo just got released or something. Like all my friends were playing it. There was tons of people online the competitive scene was there. Mastering all the characters was there. It felt like they introduced a whole new world to us that was just not there before. Uh, I know you have like other things to highlight this year, like Dark Souls 3, uh, No Man's Sky, Forza Horizon 3, um, Firewatch even, Pokemon Go, obviously, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. The Division 1 came out. Last of Us, or Last of Us, Last Guardian came out. Watch Dogs 2. But I think this is easily Overwatch simply due to its impact and its diverse gameplay of like mastering each character. And I love the gameplay they chose of following like a payload to a, to an endpoint. And it kind of, be, kind of came became synonymous with like Overwatch. They kind of owned that and made it like a lot more popular. I know, I know it's not new, but I, I know they kind of made it like way more popular in modern games, but I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of games do it now, which is kind of crazy, but it is what it is. Now here's where we get to fisticuffs because I know a lot of you guys are not going to agree with me on this one. Um, 2017 is an easy one for me, but it, not, it might not be what you think. And there are some bangers that came out this year. So actually, fuck, it's not easy. I just saw another one that I might have to give it to. All right, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn, Super Mario Odyssey. Resident Evil 7, this is 2017, uh, PUBG, Near Automata, Wolfenstein, the new, what is that, the new Colossus? Yeah, the new Colossus, Destiny 2, Cuphead, What Remains of Edith Finch, Assassin's Creed Origins, Prey, Hellblade's Senua Sacrifice, Injustice 2, Night in the Woods, Mario and Rabbids, Sonic Mania, Uncharted Lost Legacy, Fortnite came out, Fortnite, Neo 1 came out, uh, Divinity... Original Sin 2, Shadow of War, Little Nightmares 1, um, Hollow Knight came out, which I know a lot of people were excited for that Silk Song. Pyre came out, World War 2, Call of Duty came out, Metroid Samus Returns, uh, Forza Motorsport 7, Splatoon 2, Xenoblade, Crash got revitalized that year, Mass Effect Andromeda flopped that year. Um, everything came out that year, literally a game called Everything. And I think I'm debating between three. And it's not what you think. And I know you guys are going to turn off the podcast now, but it's not Legend of Zelda. I'm sorry. 
it w- if I had to choose an open world game, it would probably be Horizon Zero Dawn because I just absolutely adored that game a lot more. I think it did different things, newer things, and I think what Breath of the Wild does right is great. I think what I feel like overall Breath of the Wild um, didn't do a ton new. I feel like a lot of people were just kind of wrapped up in the hype of Zelda being back and it being an open world Zelda with like all these mechanics. And and reality is like the weapons breaking were fucking annoying. Let's be real. Um, climbing mechanics were bullshit sometimes whenever it started raining. I know they were trying to make it like realistic, but like make it graphically realistic. Then if you guys are going to go that mile, just go the extra mile. It didn't, it seemed like it was stuck in between two different Zelda games, if that makes sense. But I think if you're comparing that to Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn did a lot more in terms of exploration, mastering an open world, and actually making the hunt of the creatures that you're kind of like running around and avoiding stealthily, um, taking down a, uh, what is it, a Thunderjaw, I think it's called, a Snapjaw, Thunderjaw, um, was one of the best experiences of that year, hands down. Uh, another great experience is Mario Odyssey, which I would also put above Legend of Zelda. I think Mario Odyssey is the, like, it's a modern take on 3D Mario, and it's peak Mario, in my opinion. You have the challenge, you have the gimmicks, you have secret coins on top of, like, really hard-to-reach places because they know you can uh, manipulate the mechanics to get up there. Um, It is a masterpiece, and I think that instead of debating between... and uh, Let me me keep going because there's one more I want to shout out. Nier Automata is fantastic. I don't think I would give it game of the year simply because of it being kind of niche in a way. Um, probably more popular in Japanese markets, but overall, I don't think it got the love in America. But uh, I, I think it did later, but not like the year it came out. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I think Nier Automata was amazing. I think everything they did in that game was creative. And the fact, the multiple playthrough aspect of it, where you get to like kind of re experience. Uh, different parts of the story with different characters as it's going along. It's fucking awesome. Um, but my game of the year is Super Mario Odyssey, hands down. Uh, I think instead of debating between the two bigger ones, Horizon and Breath of the Wild, I think uh, Mario should get its shine. That way, I'm not debating between two open world games that are kind of similar, but not really. Um, so yeah, and Odyssey is, Odyssey is just fucking awesome. And it's got, like, a lot of support since it came out, so uh, it's kind of hard to, like, debate against that. All right, let's speed this up a little bit because this episode has gone on long enough. Uh, Luckily, this next year was a fucking banger. Uh, I really want to give it to many different things, but I'm going to shout out the games, and I'm going to say my... Oh, my God, dude. Are you kidding me? All right, I'm going to say them, and then I'm just going to give it to my, my game of the year because I already know... If I linger too much, I'm going to doubt myself. All right. First thing on the list, God of War 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster Hunter World, banger, 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 Spider-Man, banger, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, banger, Celeste, banger, Into the Breach, banger, Super Smash uh, Ultimate, banger, uh, one of the biggest bangers, Uh, Dragon Ball Z, it's okay, Black Ops 4, it's okay, Forza Horizon 4, banger, Return to Ogre Den, okay, Tetris Effect, okay, Far Cry 5, eh. Uh, Hitman 2, what else you got? Nino Kuni 2, uh, Donut County, Sea of Thieves, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Destiny 2 Forsaken, A Way Out, starting uh, the whole It Takes Two thing, um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Valkyrie, Valkyrie Chronicles 4, 
Detroit Become Human. Come on now. Florence. Florence was actually great. I think that was a mobile game. Uh, Minute. Gree. Oh, my God. Gree came out this year. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Uh, Spyro Reignited. Uh, Beat Saber. Uh, Kingdom Come. Uh, but, uh, see, we don't need to linger too much. As I absolutely loved Red Dead. I love the realism. I love the 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 all the attention to detail that you can do in that game. Absolutely love it. Monster Hunter World. Spent hours fighting. Uh, we we ended up calling him Nerdy Dante, which is a Nergigante big dragon monster you're fighting at the end. Uh, loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. I still want to go back to it to this day. To this day, but I kind of want a PS5 port. Sorry, I'm greedy. Uh, Spider-Man, arguably, or not even really arguably, probably one of the best Spider-Man stories ever told. Um made me tear up at the end. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the the evolution of Peter throughout that game was phenomenal and I think his his issues during that that time period was like perfectly displayed. I absolutely loved it. And then Super Smash Bros Ultimate creating a multi-year what do you call it? phenomenon of hype and and uh, a reason to check out these ep- these Nintendo Directs and these game awards. Um wondering if they're going to show a new character, which I think even this year with like them being done with that game, I think people are still like, are they going to show something at Game Awards? Who knows? Um, but I think it's obvious. God of War is my favorite game of all time, I think. So I could probably like debate that with other games, to be honest. But that one is a masterpiece in its own right. It's exploration, it's story. Um, it just, it's a perfect game almost like, you could probably find some things wrong with it, but even the in-game content was great. The collectibles were great. The story was great. Uh, how they did a uh, total 180 on a character that had no uh, personality before that, fantastic. 2019 is where it gets a little tough. Because uh, this year was like a rocky, rocky start of like... Not a rocky start. It's just like a, a lot of games. There are some great games in here, but there are a lot that are like, eh... And there's hype and there's, you know, there's a lot of things for different people this year. So <clears throat> we have Sekiro from from Software. You know, they're doing a total different game. It's a single player thing. It's no co-op. It's a linear story. And obviously it's hard souls games. Uh, Control, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Apex Legends, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Devil May Cry 5, The Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2 remake, which is fucking awesome. Kingdom Hearts 3. Disco Elysium, which I didn't play till recently. Um, Mario, Kart 11, Mario Kart, Mortal Kombat 11, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is awesome. Uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Gears 5, Super Mario Maker 2, The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, Untitled Goose Game, The Division 2, Metro Exodus, Luigi's Mansion 3, Borderlands 3, uh, all kinds of shit for this year. God, it still goes. Days Gone came out. Ape Out. Uh, what else? Cadence of Hyrule. Astral Chain. Rage 2. Uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. What the Golf. Remnant from the Ashes. Observe Observation. Blood and Truth. All kinds of stuff. Uh, I think this year... I know Luigi's Mansion was one of the better games. And I know that like Resident Evil 2 was a great remake. Pokemon Sword and Shield was amazing. But I think... Personally, uh, at this point, because I think all these games kind of like are on the same level of uh, hype, quality, all these things. I think I would give it to Jedi Fallen Order. The story to that was awesome. I think that 
what they did with Cal as a character was amazing. I think the acting was great. And the ending was such a hype fucking moment that it was like it capped off that game for me in such a great way that I think uh, out of all these games, I think I would probably give it over any of them. Simply because the story was just fucking awesome. And to end this, last year's, which is easy for me, um, but, you know, I kind of want to talk about it anyways. Animal Crossing New Horizons, The Last of Us Part 2, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal. Oh, my God, dude. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Cyberpunk 2077, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Half-Life Alex, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Call of Duty Warzone, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Fall Guys, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Marvel's Avengers, Resident Evil 3, Demon's Souls, For the Love of God, Dreams, Star Wars Squadrons, Crash Bandicoot, uh, If Found, Spirit Fair, Spelunky, Astro's Playroom, Neo 2, Jesus, dude, there's so many things that came out last year, uh, Pathless, Mario, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, um... Mafia Definitive Edition, Sackboy, Bucksnacks, Immortal Phoenix Rising, Hyrule Warriors. Um, bunch of stuff. I mean, obviously, out of all these games, it's going to go to Last of Us 2 for this podcast. That is the podcast uh, game of the year. But I want to give a special shout-out to Astro's Playroom. I want to give a shout-out to Spider-Man Miles Morales being a beautiful continuation of the Spider-Man story. Uh, I think it wasn't long enough. Hey, yo. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was amazing, but still was like a little bit under Last of Us 2. And then you have Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was um, phenomenal. I mean, it was one of the best experiences you could have, I think. Um, I love the story. I love the content of the game. I fell in love with like all the characters. And I think it was such a great experience to go from the beginning to end. I think the ending was a little bit muddy in terms of storytelling. But I absolutely loved it. Resident Evil 3 was awesome. Crash Bandicoot 4 was cool. But I think it's easy to give it to Last of Us 2. The story, the quality, the attention to detail, the um, the small details, like the emotion they put in that game. The the gameplay was awesome. Uh, the detail, the the how like graphically impressive that game was, and how like dim lit areas with clickers was scary, and then bright open beautiful vistas of like the the cityscape with. You on you and uh, Dina on horseback, uh, and then like the the whole narrative with like, um, with Abby and Emmy and uh, Emmy and Ella, uh, what is her fucking name? Ellie. <laughs> Don't know how I got that mixed up. Ellie and uh, Abby, both having this weird dynamic and the way that story evolves. And I mean, if you if you like the story or not, you cannot deny that, that game was put together with so much care and love that. Uh, you know, it's, I personally just like fell in love with that game so much. I, it's like, that's why I said I could probably argue out my game, my God of War being my best game of all time. It could easily be Last of Us 2. Um, honestly, they're probably tied if I were, if I were to have it my way. Uh, I'm one to like not really stick to that kind of shit. So like, I kind of want to have something to like, Hey, this one's better. I'm, I'm picking one. I don't want to just like go, Oh, I can't pick out of these five, whatever. Um, last of us two is, you know, fucking phenomenal. I don't really need to tell you guys so much about it. It just, it's a masterpiece bottom line. And out of all these games of these years, um, I think we'll do a game of the decade. Um, 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't even think it's worth it, but we might do it sometime. I might cover it on my last uh, thing, but the 2021 game of the year will be announced at the end of the year. Probably, probably it, uh, it will probably be the last episode of the year, so look out for that. Um, but this is our list over the past decade. 2010, Halo Reach. 2011, Dark Souls 1. 2012, Far Cry 3. 2013, The Last of Us 1. 2014, Diablo 3. Uh, Reaper of Reaper of Souls or whatever the fuck it's called. 2015 Bloodborne. 2016 Overwatch. 2017 Super Mario Odyssey. 2018 God of War. 2019 Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and 2020 Last of Us 2, baby. There you go. We've we've done it. We've covered 10 years. Now we've been here for 10 years. Uh, be sure to leave a Apple Podcast review. Uh, I'm further gonna keep improving this podcast. We're gonna keep on moving this past Pluto. And I hope you guys enjoyed this very, very fun, long episode of the X Button Podcast. I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm not sure for what yet, but you'll see it in the title. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. I will check you guys out tomorrow and later.